Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the first ever Patreon episode of the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Who is with me this evening? Hello, it's Jay, still sitting in the same position I was when we recorded the last one. Are we allowed to talk about that or is this, am I, are we losing the illusion of... Is it like Smackdown and Raw? You can't talk about one on the other. <laughs> is that what this is? Yeah, this is, um, I don't know, this is Smackdown, right, the cooler one. Is Smackdown the cooler one? Yeah. Well, it was it? back in the yeah, day, yeah. Is I sort of stopped, it was, that I, was the rock show, man. I sort like, of stopped paying attention when they split SmackDown. I think the last, I think the last pay per view I paid attention to was the Royal Rumble with Rikishi taking out Too Cool. Two thousand, I think that was two thousand. Is that when it was? Something like that. May yeah. West. Yeah, the bikini competition. May West. No, not May, May West. May Young. May Young. May West is a very old actress. And May Young is a very, ironically, a very old woman. <laughs> Who else is with me? Joe and Matt are here as Joe. well. <laughs> Matt, that was, that was your cue. Was it? Sorry, I think I garbled out there. Uh, yeah, my name's Matt and I'm coming through you the internet via the power of the internet. You're doing what? You're, this is coming at you through the power of the internet. This is the um, paid for exclusive triple X content. We've already talked about <laughs> naked the, naked this, boobies at wrestling and Matt's talked about coming at you. Is this X rated? Um, no, it's not X rated. Seriously. Is this, this is what, what this what, yes. So um Joe Brandon's here as well. Hi. Hello. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. If you're hearing this, that means you have contributed to well, two ways you're hearing this. You've contributed in fact, three ways of you're hearing this. You've contributed to our Patreon, which, firstly, we thank you very much. You'll get at least an extra half an hour of content. Plus, you'll get your name. If you go to the top tier, your name will get a mention on the regular podcast, which we forgot to do this week, but we'll tag it on at the end. Um, and uh, the other way you could do it is by pirating this episode or perhaps getting it off one of the other Patreons. Uh, please don't do that. Um, yeah, just, you know, chuck us a a dollar a month or something or five dollars a month that will get you access to this um, but if you you know pirate it whatever we're not we're not mad at you um, or three there's some sort of nuclear disaster and this is in some vault somewhere and you're listening to it 2000 years in the future if you are you probably should be doing better things like getting a sick mohawk and cooking beans on a 
fire. Are you talking about Fallout? <laughs> yeah, that something like is? that. Okay, something right. like that. Okay. I'm just thinking about like the voice recorder tapes you get in Fallout that are like, oh yeah, we did this and this guy's done this in the vault and that. This could, this could I do be kind that. of. I do kind of sometimes think that like the po- this podcast is like you know how. When you're playing Grand Theft Auto or something, and you are you like, go onto the voice. You go to stations. like, you go to like, like the television, and then flick through the channels, and you, like you're like, oh wow, I never knew that someone had spent time recording, like 24 hours of original content for this. TV. This is what we are. We we're, we're going to end up on a video game somewhere one day in the future. Do you remember in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas you could go and watch a Ricky Gervais stand I do remember that yeah the, that was yeah. actually what I was thinking of whilst whilst uh, and it was uh, like a whole new set wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah it was specifically for GTA it they did it that. for was it San Andreas or was it GTA 4 it was GTA 4 because yeah. it was um, yeah, what's his what's his name uh, Ricky Gervais no I was thinking of the main character in it I can't um, remember his name I'd, uh, I'd like to take Nico, Nico, Nico Bellic. Nico Bellic. I'd like to congratulate congratulate you all at getting four minutes into this podcast without mentioning anything to do with what this podcast is about. Well, we said guitar nerds at the oh. beginning with guitars and nerds. Yeah, the first this bit is, is the guitars. This bit's it's the, the nerds, nerds bit. Nerds bit. This is where we just talk about. When I first played Grand Theft Auto, so <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not this. This podcast is going to be. Maybe even more about guitars than the regular, but you know, at the beginning we can hang out. I've got myself a cup of tea in between episodes. Um, Finished mine. Uh, mm. Did anyone see the uh, Chicago Music Exchange in the states have a 1960 Les Paul for sale? Yeah, it's pretty um, man. Two and a half. It's at no two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But it's got like a massive chunk out of the top. Like, yeah, but have you? Yeah, but have you seen how well it's repaired? Like, you can barely tell. Like, it's done so well. It looked okay. Um, like you could definitely tell. I don't know. I I I think that guitar looks awesome. Quarter of a million I, dollars. I like a, for a damaged yeah, guitar. If you've got that, if you've got that sort of money, like you can probably you buy one that's buy not it. damaged. <laughs> well, no, you, yeah, de- you, you couldn't. That's the thing. That's yeah. Damaged. yeah, that's the thing. Isn't it? Um, I saw I saw a collector's choice today. They've done a collector's choice called uh, I think it's called Black Burst or Black Beauty. Okay. Um, and it's a uh, 59 Les Paul with probably one of the most remarkable flame tops I've ever seen, completely sprayed in black. Is that the, is that the Cobra Burst or the... No, no, this one's called Black Burst, which is based on a real 59 that, yeah, someone basically re-sprayed. Basically, a lot of times, or a, a couple of times in 59 and 60, people wanted a black Les Paul, but they didn't actually make a black yeah. Les Paul. So all they did was take a normal 59 and spray it black. So then as it started to wear away over 50, 60 years, the flame top started to come through underneath. That so this awesome. collector's choice comes with a photo of the guitar before they spray it as well. Um, and this guitar's just got like an amazing flame top on it. Just put black, um, black over yeah, it. No, yeah, basically just... In, we've, I've seen one called the Rattler, which is in like yeah, a cobra that, skin lacquer. I'm not sure about the. I'm not sure about the Rattler. Do you reckon it'll be real? Do you reckon it's real snake that they've lacquered over? <laughs> that would be. Uh, that would be weird. Imagine if. I um, know oh we talked about like in the regular episode this week. We talked a little bit about like Italia guitars. Didn't they do like a fake snake skin top? No, that's the. Um, there's a Dan Electro alligator skin. I think there's uh, a but, Italia but yeah, as no, well. Italia did do a wrap, a, a, a leatherette wrap. Did yeah. they? Uh, for 
yeah like a in fact that, yeah we talked about this in the episode we did yeah, yeah. I saw yeah it was Joe was talking I sort of switched off yeah, yeah. yeah. there was that master built Gretsch that they finished in cowhide um, what it's like a 61 20 like a like a power jet uh, with hand tooled leather binding um, I think Custom Shop at some point in the 90s did a leather bound telly that came with a matching set of cowboy boots. <laughs> yes, I'm in. I'm in. I want it. Um, that's just reminded. We'll dive in some questions in a minute. But Jay, that's just reminded me of. Um, there's Brian, a, there's I, a guy that we used to know. I, I, I think exact same. A thing. guy that we used to know that had a telly that had tassels. That was a, it was an Esquire. See, I played the. He, so it was an Esquire. It was a 59 Esquire, um, and it looked amazing. Double bound. 59 Esquire in, like, Fiesta Red, I think it was. Wasn't it like a Gretsch orange, I seem to... Maybe. But, he, yeah, he just one day went, you know, this would look better if it was covered in leatherette and had tassels. And uh, I think he yeah. put, like, it was like a crocodile skin. Yeah. He put, like, crocodile skin on it and then, like, you know, like, poppers to, that oh, you use to keep God. your coat on. Like, he he poppered on some... Poppadoms? Poppadoms. <laughs> He used some poppadoms. <laughs> he uh, he put some put some poppers on to attach some tassels, and I I played it once, and it was just like the most ridiculous thing I've ever ever done. And I've done some, I've had some bad fashion choices. Wasn't there? I can't remember. I'm sure it's in like an '80s music video. It might even be like Richie Sambora, where they've got tassels up the underside of the neck. <laughs> so when you go up and what? down, like your hand slides up and down through no, the tassels. That was Paul Gilbert. Oh, was was one of, of course albums. that was Paul Gilbert. Of course it was Paul Gilbert. The only man who can shred on a double bass. He's the best one. He's Maybe sh- you should get um, like chimes as opposed to uh, as opposed to tassels. Oh, that's Chim- a nice idea. Chimes in and- the key of the fret. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Yeah. You tune the guitar to like an open G or something, and then you have the chimes, all the notes yeah. in that scale. So you're just literally <laughs> sliding up and down. Can you imagine just being like, right? Listen, I need to get. I need to speak to John Cruz. This is really important. John, I've got an idea. <laughs> I've got an idea. Bear with me. Tassels. In. But chimes. So Alex says, best gear to make a guitar not sound like a guitar. Jay Cross, let's go to you first. Tassels. Right, I've got this idea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, best gear to make a guitar sound not like a guitar. Well, my first advice, my first piece of advice would be Put down that guitar and plug in a, a random, random tone, tone generator. generator. I um, knew you were going to say. Yes. That. No, um, I, this isn't really my sort of area because, I mean, I can barely play the guitar. I mean, just um, get Jay Cross's fingers. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely <laughs> one thing is learn how to play like me. Uh, no, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of really into very, very, very long, dark reverbs okay and i think if you can get that real full-on dark reverb and just just use that just wet signal very weird that eventide space the black hole setting on the eventide space where you just sort of disappear into space space into a black hole um but this isn't really my area to be honest i I don't I, i don't i don't know Funnily enough, this um, is is virtually, uh, this very statement is exactly uh, the method that Omar Rodriguez-Lopez uses as his mantra for for writing. He is constantly 
on the hunt to make his guitar not sound like a, a guitar. Um, he has some very pretentious interviews. Actually, the, the very interview that he did when he was down in, in Brighton, he did an interview with um, uh, with uh, with Jamie from Boss. Yep. Um, when when I popped down um, to to watch uh, to watch his band Bosnian Rainbows play, and I got him to sign one of his signature Ibanezes at the time, he did an interview where he was talking about how he doesn't view himself as a guitarist but as an artist and the guitar is just the medium by which he communicates that and so he is looking to make sounds not to make guitar sounds so he looks for weird sounds on account of that and the bulk of the pedals on his board despite he obviously uses a a wide range of boss stuff which is why boss we're talking to him but um catlin bread um do a, a wonderful range of really really odd pedals yeah um that i guess the most uh, famous of which would be the the Rainbow Machine, isn't it? Is it Catlin Bread or is it Earthquaker Devices? Oh, sorry, it's Earthquaker, isn't it? Yeah, so he uses both Earthquaker and Catlin. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, the Rainbow Machine is is Earthquaker Devices. Yeah, but I have to say, for for an absolutely bonkers pedal, um, they have another one called the the Arpanoid, which is a um, yeah. uh, which is an arpeggiating. It's like a random arpeggiating pedal. Yeah. And the Rainbow Machine, which is kind of undefinable. Matt, could you explain the Rainbow Machine? No. Can you? <laughs> um, it's, I, I don't know. So it, it's, it's an un, you can't control the scale, but it plays like a diminished scale. I think that's right, isn't it? Uh, and it has a button called, that, just, that just says magic. And I think it just does some sort of weird trail. Just like delays. self-oscillating thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty weird. I I I, I was going to buy one, and then I was like, actually, for me, it's almost like even for me, I was like, would I actually use? Well, this, this? is it. There is no um, practical use for it, and I think that's the that's the kind reason. of the point of this question. I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you if you want a pedal that doesn't sound like a guitar, surely you would just go down the synth route and buy like a GR fifty five and. True, true. Turn your guitar I, into a I think you could probably save yourself some money and get um, one of the, the Moore Bit Crushers. That would be a cheap option, yeah. I guess. They're a cool little pedal. Um, like I was saying, that uh, I've forgotten the name of the manufacturer. Now, Joe, have you got a, you got the iPad up and running yep. there? Can you just have a look for a pedal called the BitQuest? Because it's the best-sounding pedal I've heard for ages. Um, I also really like um, that Montreal Assembly uh, delay that we talked about uh, in this week's um, regular Guitar Nerds episode. That is a, um, a top-sounding pedal. But this, Doc- yeah, BitQuest. Dr. Stein. Dr. Who? Dr. Scientist is the Dr. Uh, is Scientist. The the BitQuest, yeah? Yeah. Uno Odyssea and Minecraft con Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Um, An Odyssey in Minecraft with Bitcoin. Yes, exactly that. Or um, is it option two? It's probably option two. It's the Dr. Scientist, is, which is yeah. the best pedal brand ever. Um, or best name, anyway. Uh, BitQuest. And it just sounds like old computer games, weird, like... Bit crushers, weird like pitch stuff. Um, it's really really cool. But I think they they've either stopped making them or they only make them in small batches because I, I I can't find anywhere to buy one. Um, yeah, Matt, you're. It's quite cool actually. I think they do like a load. So it's got a flanger, a filter, a bit crusher, a reverb, a filter, a ring modulator, a pitch shifter, and a delay. And you can have a clean version or a distorted version of each one of those effects. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
they're all uh, it's not just like a regular delay as well it's got like some sort of like bit crusher built into the delay I think like it just does weird stuff and if you want to make your guitar sound like not traditional guitar sounding um, then that yeah that that pedal just is awesome um Nick says, "Hi guys, could you discuss boutique amps for home use, please?" Um, we did. We do this question last week, actually. Did anything anything come up last week? Um, I think you were talking about. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. It's a bit of a weird one though, because like boutique amps for home use, so you're basically just a more expensive Blues Junior. Yeah. Um, because I mean, well, I suppose the thing is with boutique, it's nice to have something that's hand wired. But if you still can't, I don't. I don't. I was talking to just before we started recording this, and I was just mentioning to Jay about these um, Tone King amps that I've been lucky enough to try, and they do a they do one um, called the Falcon, uh, which is basically a Princeton copy, but it's got an inbuilt attenuator, and it um, it looks like an old fifties TV. Okay. Um, so all the controls are down one side. Um, and they're really cool because they're like you know like a Fender Princeton, nice and nice and clean, unless you crank them all the way up. Fairly low powered, um, but I don't know why you'd necessarily need to go for like a boutique amp. I suppose if you want home use, I'm assuming he means he just wants something lower powered. Yeah, yeah. So like little uh, little one waters and five waters and things like that. Is there anything that jumps out at you as being like particularly awesome from the kind of boutique world? Well, I mean, I use um, I use a brand of amp called Morgan Amplifications, built by a guy called uh, Joe Morgan in America. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/spoken today. Now's the time to save thirty percent on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available twenty four seven to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to thirty percent off at bluenile dot com. Bluenile dot com. Which put on by which passed on to me by a guy who's on the Facebook group, and um, yeah, it's basically it's a it's a Fender Princeton co- copy with a with a reverb and for me that's the sort of best amp for home use 
because it's only 12 watts so you get a better sound at sort of lower volumes full spring tank and you know you always get the benefit of it being hand wide and having that sort of extra touch of class compared to maybe something you can just buy off the shelf that might cost 300 quid and just looking awesome as well morgan stuff is pretty incredible isn't it yeah i mean it's like this sounds better than any other fender i've ever plugged in and it's a you know it's a similar design in terms of its circuit but it's it's the nicest sounding little combo i think i've ever, ever plugged in um failing that blues junior i guess well i mean lower down the line i would say something like one of the hand-wired vox ac4s is surely a, an excellent way to yeah. go for yeah yeah i mean not boutique really but i mean you but know still hand-wired i mean well, if, of if we consider what yeah, yeah. defines a boutique then then you know and and i think that sort of nice bit of wallpaper that sort a, of thing exactly um yeah uh ac4 definitely um and yeah I just think get a blue Isn't junior. there a Marshall 19, 1958, like 2x10, 12-watt combo they do, which is all hand-wired? I still think... Because like, people would say, oh, Marshall's not boutique, but like if it's all hand-wired, like... Do you remember those tiny little that. Gibson amps? Those little 1-watt Gibson amps? The GA? No. Yeah, GA1, I think. Yeah. Which ones were they? Yeah, GA1. it was the GA1, yeah. Yeah, they come look like on, a little tweed. Yeah, they look amazing. How about that for for I mean, incredibly expensive for for what they were, but sounded amazing and look amazing and are incredibly rare. Get a Gibson yeah. amp. What about the? Um, I think they're discontinued now. But what about the little Eric Clapton Viper champs? They were amazing. Yeah, they like, were really great amps. Good. That was um one of the first um, demo videos we ever shot, Matt. The little uh, little Viper champ, and it sounded whole it was. wicked. Um, yeah, top. It, it reminded me of that little Vox I used to have, and I, I really wish I still had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, Paul says, "Nerds, I've failed you. Started off with the intention of buying something tasty to satisfy the got a new job and just been paid after five weeks of no money gas, and ended up with a gas-powered barbecue, a strimmer, a large box for locking away all of my toolboxes. How did that happen? Send me some bargains." Um, what should he go for? If he, he's got some money, but not a huge amount of money, um, what is the biggest bargain that you can think of at the moment? Jay? Um, go, go, run with it, Matt. Run with it. <laughs> um, I think quite a lot of stores are doing TC Electronic Mojo Mojos and Dark Matters for 36 quid. Yeah, thir- um, 39 quid, I think. Yeah, Maybe I don't 36. know if it's an end of line thing. I don't know if they're being discontinued, but I mean, that's, I mean, you should own a Mojo Mojo at least. You don't own one already at 39 quid. Now is the chance to own two. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I, don't, I haven't seen anything else that's kind of particularly jumped out recently. But There, I are, mean, there are some interesting... Because I mean, they were 100 quid, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. When I bought my one, it was. <laughs> there are some interesting FSR um, Fender amps that are coming out at the moment. They seem to be expanding their weird finishes. So we've got like a grey tweed blues junior has just hit the market i think nice and oh, yeah, I um that. i think there are a couple of other bits as there's well the, aren't they? Um, there's the, the hot rod deluxe western and the yep. western noir yeah exactly so that's like a a kind of a um a, a brown sort of cowboy leather finished hot rod and what's the western noir it's, it's just a, a black, it's black same thing yeah. but black but still like that sort of embossed um i have no idea how else to explain it other than like cowboy print sort of uh leather but yeah i mean they're cool you know fender seem to be doing loads of like fsr amps at the moment i think 
I think the FSR stuff for Fender is the way to go because it's your opportunity to own something that's that's amazing as as you know a lot of their standard range is but get something a little bit different that you know they will only run with for a little while and then it'll just be gone great Jack, way to um, keep Fender I stuff that holds well, its think, money I think there's um, I think PRS uh, in their SE range have discontinued a load of uh, colours in the Tremonti range um, so I think like loads of the natural ones and the tobacco ones are like mega cheap at the moment in some places um, it's a great guitar if you don't want a Les Paul or an Epiphone or you don't want to spend the money on sort of one of the lower price Gibsons um, I think some of those are like 499 um, but yeah I think they've discontinued a whole series of SE ones and they're doing a, a much I think they're just doing them as end of line so I think a few places have got those cheap as well oh, that's pretty cool oh another one I've just thought of is the um, uh, do you remember those uh, tiny strats and tellies that Fender did the modern players the modern player one are they cheap short scale um, well they've discontinued the Telecaster what and the strats they still are still about and a few shops seem to have those but they're going for like, like 250 quid isn't it yeah really? that, which is crazy that you can own something with Fender on the headstock for 250 quid for a start what, and, weren't they like 349 or something at I one think point? well I think they were 300 pounds on the nose when right, they okay. came out but and I know it's no, only 50 they were, they were 301 oh were they yeah I remember oh, that for okay. some reason um, it was yeah yeah 301 weird but um, yeah uh, that um, for, for 250 odd, odd pounds I think what an incredible opportunity to own something a Fender guitar you know not a Squire for 250 pounds yeah I, I, I just think that's mm. wicked comes strong with 11s you know Gretsch pickup in the bridge I think that's damn it's cool it's not Gretsch pickup it's a guild pickup oh a guild pickup yes that's what I said yeah is it yeah I said guild oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely definitely not um, let's do another few questions um, Richard says I think the podcast needs an in-depth discussion of English versus American pronunciation of the word boogie as in mesa boogie or boogie nights Obviously, this is a word of American origin. Why can't you lot pronounce it correctly? I'm How assuming. How are we supposed to pronounce it? Boogie, Mesa Boogie. How do we pronounce Mesa it? Mesa Boogie. Oh, we're supposed to say we're supposed to not pronounce the double O's correctly. Boogie. Oh, right. Boogie. Because the Americans can't get their heads around the vowels. They, they struggle with too many vowels <laughs> in words. I've. It's why they misuse out of words like color. Mesa Boogie <clears throat> or Mesa Boogie. Boogie. It's definitely boogie. The word's boogie. It's got double O in it. Boogie sounds better. It makes yeah, it sound better. That's a boogie. That does sound... Uh, I mean, that said... Um, I mean, it, they are an American company. And if yeah, they exactly. pronounce it boogie, then I mm. guess that's where we are. But I mean, we're, we're in the same the same uh, place with, with Moog, obviously. Moog, Moog. Moog. Not quite the same place. Slightly different um, pronunciation, pronunciation of the Pronunciation, but still, still just a completely nuts American pronunciation of a double O. Is he... American? He is Bob American. Moog? Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. American and the idea he is it Moog. Moog, so. Moog was supposed to rhyme with Vogue. That was where it came from. He was like, that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. But the Mooga Fuga uh, doesn't work as the Moga Foga. No. Yeah, I know, but that's how that's how they pronounce it. That's how he pronounced his own name. Huh. Fair I, mean, I say Moog, but Someone should have told him. Moog. Double O makes an O sound. <laughs> but o? is his name... Bob Moog and the company is called Moog. No, no, his name's Bob Moog and the company's called Moog. It's just us that say Moog because we can pronounce double O's. 
that's very weird. That's very weird. Um, anyway, so yeah, but boogie, boogie. I think um, I'm sticking with boogie. Yeah, I'll go with boogie. Sounds a bit better. I saw a um, I saw a uh, an infographic today that okay. showed um, how each country in the world that plays the game of football, how each of them pronounce the the thing that they call it, and so like in football, in yeah, in Germany it's foosball. In Spain, it's football. In uh, in England, in the UK, it's it's Fruit football. Ball. In like in every country in the world, it's football, except in the US where it's soccer. So uh, it's boogie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's scientific alienating proof. American market there. Wonderful. Boogie, it is. Um, Jeff says, "What are the best product videos you've seen, and what do you look for in a new product demo video?" Um, Matt that's Knight, a good you, question. You watch a lot of videos. Um, what what do you look for, and what who are the best ones? Um, I tell you, she, as as we mentioned earlier, Chicago music. Um, awesome videos uh they really go to town and doing like some um you broke up a bit there matt um chicago music exchange i take it yeah um they they do some really good videos they're they're shot really well they kind of go really in depth to me like it's not so much necessarily that someone has to be a good player if they're doing a video they just kind of have to like present the product really well like i don't like you get some people who like try really hard and that just comes across really badly um but there's a guy called mike hermans who does videos for primax vintage in the states um and he's like an amazing player and like every time i watch his demo videos i'm like it makes me want the pedal um yeah they're, they're pretty good and also a guy called brett kingman in australia he does some really good videos as well um but just like people are just explain the product well and just kind of don't don't go too fancy with their playing just kind of really show off the product because you there's so so often there's like do you remember gear wire who used to use and they used to do like a 10 minute seg- segment about unboxing the pedal and it's like i don't really care about it being unboxed i just want to hear you plugging it in <laughs> yeah yeah i've always struggled with the unboxing uh concept as being something that's in any way interesting for people to watch um i i kind of agree with you, Matt, the uh, Chicago Music Exchange. Uh, I just think for the way they, the way their videos look, um, the way they showcase the the instruments that they film, the the lighting for the videos, everything makes those instruments look as good as they could possibly look. Um, and and to be honest, it's I I think I mean the you know the question is, you know about what the best uh, product videos are that we've seen. And I think Chicago Music Exchange just because they pick the best products they they have such interesting um guitars and basses and rarities and oddities and things yeah. that you don't get to see anywhere else and they showcase them you know really gorgeously so so i think for for me they you know i think they're great i um i like knobs <laughs> the U- the youtube channel knobs is really really good uh it's they just do pedals uh they do it in a like a uh style where they do like little weird like infographic stuff and like little fun stuff next to the they like they just play through the pedal basically and they'll put up like funny text and like 
I was, so I was watching um, that Montreal Assembly uh, delay looper and stuff. And for some reason, they just had an orange just rolling into shot every now and then, and it would just then roll out of shot again. It really... I've, it's kind of clever, really, because, like, pedal videos really are very boring. Like, because you are literally watching a screen with a pedal that doesn't do anything, and sometimes a guy's playing guitar in, like, the corner. Um, and... That just makes it more enjoyable to watch. And then it kind of makes you like a little bit more into the product. They're kind of like uh, the Knobs videos are like if Wes Anderson did like pedal videos. They're really good. They're like yeah. kind of cutesy and fun, but they really show off the product. And they always do stuff that's kind of like got a bit of a kind of ambient vibe and a bit glitchy. So they kind of work with that aesthetic, really. They, um, they work really, really nicely. Jay, is there anything that you've seen that kind of... Uh, <laughs> I'm a lot less into the technicality side of things and more into impulse decisions. And therefore, I think, actually, I prefer Instagram for that sort of thing. I, I, I really like um, the guy who does uh, uh, Mike and Mike's... Mike and Mike's guitar bar. Guitar bar. I, I know he isn't particularly a yeah. demo um, a demo guy, but like I just really like the way that he sort of shows off the stuff that he's got. It's just like he'll take a really cool picture and then essentially just spend like a paragraph just being like, look how cool this is. Look how cool this is. This is really cool. You, you can't play it because it's here and it's on. you're looking at this on the, on the internet. So don't worry. It's just really cool. And like I've actually learned a lot of stuff just by sort of going back and being like, well, what, what the hell is this? And just going back and looking through it in, 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 uh, in, that, in that way. But I follow a few other uh instagram accounts where you know review type things and i like review type, type things. things and I, I just i like like really quick videos just being like listen this is listen to this uh if you like the sound of it just go and find out more about it like that <laughs> i think instagram's really good for that it's it's it satisfies my impulsive uh short term attention span uh for learning about things um, yeah, uh, can you remember how to, or do you know how to pronounce his Instagram account? It's, it's like pu- it's Puri- Purishin. Pu- Pushin. I was trying to look it up for someone earlier today, and it's, I couldn't. I'm sure it's P U I S H E E N. Let's let me find it. Um, he's a really good dude. Um, I think we're going to try and get him on the podcast at some point. He kind really of cool. expressed interest in coming on, so that would be P U I S H E E N. Yes, he just. He posts Re- up pictures of Jaguars and Jazzmasters mainly. Yeah, he's he's just, he seems on. really, really cool. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he, he's in LA. Um, yeah, it just seems really like just seems like a totally cool fella. He's good. He's got a very big ginger beard. He does. It looks awesome. He he did that Weezer Quest thing where they went to like recreate all of the instruments from. Oh yeah, that's classic where I first Weezer. Yeah, yeah. Following it's him good from. stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Anyway, chaps, um, we are over the half an hour mark, so um, let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and thanks so much for contributing on the Patreon. Um, you are helping to kind of keep this going and occasionally buy us, you know, pizza and maybe a beer or two. Um, yeah, much appreciated. Do go and spread the word, uh, and make sure that you're signed up to the Guitar Nerds mailing list, because from about 10 days of doing this um, or from this when this podcast goes out we're going to be giving away a Bigfoot King Fuzz pedal um, to one person randomly selected from the mailing list so head over to the site guitarnerds.net where you can find out more about that and sign up for the mailing list and all that stuff Um, 
yeah, you know where to find us. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum, um, or on Twitter at guitar nerds. I'm on Twitter at mark underscore random. Jay is on Twitter at jaybn1. Hello. Matt is at matt underscore nightsy, and Joe is at yosef underscore 900. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Farewell. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.